Wait a minute. Welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl, Labora Lee, a.k.a. Cat Lee, and... You have now tuned in to Ambitiously, the podcast. Yes, you have. You absolutely have. Y'all, we got so much to get into today, but the first thing you need to know is this... Today is Media Monday. Today is the day that we sit and we chit-chat about all the latest goings-ons and trending topics and sometimes a little gossip. Um, You know, we get into it. We talk about some things and we got a nice little bit to talk about today. We we, we absolutely do. Um, The first thing, though... Hold on. Let me get myself together. I need you to know is that the phone line is always open whenever I'm doing a show. The number is 443-850-4828. It's scrolling at the bottom of the screen. And we will be scrolling for the remainder of this show, okay? Um, Well, until I got to put other stuff on the screen. But for the most part, the rest of the show. All right. So... Remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Um, if you would like to donate, cash app us, dollar sign, Lord Lucidity. Um, and I will be saying that again before we get out of here. Um, but yeah, it's a lot to chop up this evening. So um, before we get into any of that, I think that we have to pay some bills around here. So I'll be right back. What a time to be alive. I repeat what a time to be alive did you know that you could get fresh ingredients along with beautiful recipes delivered to your door did you know that well you can get 21 free meals plus free shipping and three free gifts when you use the code hellofresh21 the link is in the description again use the code hellofresh21 to get 21 free meals plus free shipping plus free free gifts i'm telling you time to get healthy y'all all right okay i'm back listen i'm trying to get some things in order in here really quickly but i am here we ought to talk about it the first person we are going to talk about is none other than our favorite friend um i don't know if i want to call him my favorite friend though but I also, at the same time, understand that when you're dealing with some things, things get a little crazy. But it's not really about him, per se. Um, More so about one of the companies that was involved with him. Hold on, I got it together, y'all. Hot damn. Um, But more so about one of the companies that was involved with this Dude, I'm still going to say he a gentleman, too. I'm not going to do him like that. You know, people go through their stuff or whatever. But anyway, let's talk about Kanye and Adidas real quick. All right. Um, while I get my other affairs in order. So, Adidas, right now. Hold on, let me turn some things off over here so I can get all my affairs together. I'm coming. I'm coming. Don't rush me. I'm coming. Hold on. All right. We in there. Cool. So, anyway. Um, Adidas. Let's talk about Adidas. So it looks like Adidas is trying to make good after getting scared. They spanked their asses, excuse my language, but after getting that spanking for failing to part ways with Kanye West during his anti-Semitic tirade. 
um, because of the company's do um the well now the company is donating a chunk of its upcoming Yeezy profits to the Anti-Defamation League and other charities. We're going to get into it though. Um, so Adidas says it's going to sell off some of the remaining inventory at the end of this month, adding a significant amount will be donated um, to get um, to selected organizations working to combat discrimination, hate, and including racism and anti-Semitism. In addition, the Anti-Defamation League, um, the um, the felonious and Keita Floyd Institute for Social Change, started by George Floyd's brother, which is felonious, um, will also will also benefit. And uh, it, it's unclear how much will go to these charities, but um, it's been reported that there's 1.3 billion dollars in Yeezy products left over after the company pulled the plug on their relationship with Kanye back in October. Uh, if you recall, Adidas seemed slow on the draw when it came to Ye, dropping him well into his anti-Semitic Semitic, um, tirades, including his unforgettable, unforgettable post saying that he was about to go DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Um, you also, uh, Ye also had some extremely controversial um, takes regarding George Floyd's tragic passing back in 2020. Adidas eventually kicked Ye to the curb and tried repurposing its remaining stock, selling the shoes without the easy name, which, by the way, fell flat. And you knew that was going to happen, though. But regardless, it seems that Adidas is trying to bring those profit um, profits back up and make things right with the communities. Listen here, mm, y'all know I can't wait to start talking my my trash. Cause listen, um, as a woman in business, I'll say this: you know, it's kind of hard to keep your business growing and, and you know moving and adidas is a very very old company adidas has been around forever so when it comes to being associated with somebody who's making a lot of people mad and i mean a lot of people mad and then the, i think this is the problem that people don't understand too it's not just that he made anti-semitic comments he was coming after a lot of different things but that's what he believes, I guess. I can't tell that man what to believe, but I hate that that's the part that they, you know, focus on. Like, he didn't say a whole bunch of other craziness. Like, he didn't say a whole bunch of other nonsense. That's the thing that they focused on. And so a lot of people were upset because Adidas didn't part ways immediately like everybody else did. But at the end of the day, they were trying to figure out what to do because at the... I think everybody still forgets that this is business at the end of the day. They have to, they run a corporation. So it's like, you can't just make the decision right away. I mean, some people can, but I just don't think that they could. And being as though that was their cash cow, their moneymaker, where all of their, um, you know, big money was coming from because them Yeezys was not cheap. And by the way, 
I mean, to go to each his own, because I've got a problem with people and, and, and just buying things because they sing, you know, they popular. Kanye West made them so they're easy, so I'm going to buy them. It's cool and all that, but there were some pretty freaking ugly shoes. Uh, man, they were ugly. I wouldn't have ever made that purchase. I don't care. I don't, I does not, some, I wouldn't wear them. I wouldn't wear them. Not even the, the, the slippers. And don't get me twisted. I lo- I wear my Crocs because they're comfortable on my feet, but uh, I just wouldn't wear. I, that's not something that I would wear. So, did Adidas make a, a big mistake by not dropping um, Kanye right away? I don't know. It, it hurt him by dropping him. Like, it hurt them dropping him because they lost a lot of their income and then Beyonce stuff wasn't really Ivy Park wasn't really selling like that so yeah I don't know I think right now we might be in the last days of Adidas I'm not sure yet I can't really co-sign it I can't Um, but I think we're on our last days of Adidas if they don't get it together so let's keep it moving I don't know I don't know I don't know we might be on the last days of that company in itself. So let's get into this fatty wop story. Um, I don't think I might have briefly spoke about it, but I didn't really go into the story. I don't really like going deep into stories unless I really have details. And now I have some details. Um, so we're going to talk about it. So Fatty Wap is begging a judge, the judge, hit the judge or at his trial um, for his federal narcotic trafficking case to only sentence him to a, the mandatory minimum but the feds want him locked up a lot longer um, according to new legal documents uh fatty is seeking a five-year sentence after pleading guilty to conspiracy to distribute at least 500 grams of cocaine um, stemming from his October 21st arrest um, and tw- um, I'm sorry October 2021 20, 20, arrest no I said 21st I don't know why like that date in my mind, I don't know but anyway the rapper's legal, te- legal team told the judge Fetty accepts all responsibilities for his crimes but has um, but his conduct here does not and should not you know, define him. Um, they attached a, a bunch of positive letters from family and friends who say Fatty was just trying to provide for them financially by selling a narcotic. Um, Uncle Sam sees it differently, though. They don't play about that. Um, in the documents, the feds want Fatty to spend between 87 to 108 months behind bars, claiming he participated in a massive narcotic trafficking organization that flooded Long Island with cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, the the official the office of the the um, the office of U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of New York, um, Breon Peace, also says um, leniency isn't really warranted here. Um, says Fetty used and continue to use his fame, um, sizable platform and influence to glamorize his little trait, you know, his little thing he got going on. Uh, what a little thing he had going on, because he don't got it going on now. They locked this behind up. 
Um, so Fatty was on his way to Rolling Loud, New York back in 2021 when the feds apprehended him and several others accusing them of using USPS trucks to smuggle the substances. The feds say their investigation uncovered 16 kilograms of the substance. Fetty pled guilty in August and he's going to learn his fate very soon because on May the 24th, he that's the day they, they, they're going to sentence him and it will be interesting to see what the judges decide to do. Um, It's a lot to say about this one right here. One is you know, yeah, yeah, he, he had a little fame and he had some little songs out here that, you know, they were popular and all of that good stuff. But Fetty wasn't getting money like that off of his fame. And I don't, I don't think that they understand the severity of the situation. And basically what he's saying, too, is that the reason why he was out there doing what he was doing was because he wasn't really making no money from his career. So, um, it doesn't make what he did right. He's absolutely, like, it's we got enough going on. That's what's wrong with the streets now. It's too much of that going around. And then there's a lot of people out here bringing harm to each other physically. And so at some point in time, you got to sit your little black ass down and figure something else out. And I don't think that drugs, I said the word, I ain't want to say it, but that ain't the answer. You know what I mean? Just, okay, that's this music thing ain't working for me. I got to figure something out. Also, all that stunting and, you know, I got to be flying all of that good stuff. Yeah, you should probably put your money elsewhere. You feel me? Your family should have been talking to you like let's set up some 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 businesses um let's you know what i mean besides music and this and listen dang i'm i'm on one tonight but in my vast career as a marketer slash pr slash manager i've done a lot of things honey within this music industry the one thing that i always say to the people that i represent or you know, work with it can't just be the music you have to have other things to bank on so yes you got to sell merch yes you should probably think about how you want besides the merch spin this into a whole nother business and you can still do music because you love it that's what you love to do but you have to have other avenues going for you other than a music thing one is you hot when you hot and you not when you not so you gotta have something to fall back on i'm just saying um what they say i have something to fall back on in case this music thing don't work out yes you should ha definitely have something to fall back on and it ain't in these streets you should you should start a business he should have started a business found out what his niche was started a business and let that be like you know part of his situation but going to them streets that ain't it honey putting substances out on these streets that could harm a lot of people it's not it baby so yeah um he gonna get what he get and these judges don't be caring about your pleas they just trying to get another black man off the street stupid
But anyway, let's move forward. What time is I got to keep track of the time. You already know how this goes now. Um, or if you don't know, I'll tell you in a, in a few minutes. So, yeah, I got one story I want to cover, um, but I can't cover that just yet. I'm going a, I'm to a get into that a little bit later. Um, let's get to the shot glizzy situation, too. It's another... Another idiot. I'm sorry if y'all heard me because I'm trying to do better with my potty mouth. But sometimes these stories make me insane and I want to cuss them out. But I'll do that at the t at the 10 o'clock. Okay. Um, so let's get into this story. Shy Glizzy. Whew. Lord, this story is something else too. So Shy Glizzy's ex-girlfriend claims that he he's threatening to take her out along with her family, friends, and any man that she decides to date in the future. It's crazy. Um, and now she just got qu uh, court order protection. Um, um, well, court order protection. The rapper's model, Amaya Col Colon, makes the shocking claims in her request for a restraining order against him, telling the judge that he's been threatening her ever since she broke up broke things off of him according to the documents obtained amaya claims shy has repeatedly told her he will take her out and her mother and she says he's been making the threats ever since she broke up with him in april she says he sent her text messages and said i'm a i'm a fucking i'm a no what do you say i'm a fuck your life up that's what he said. Dang, y'all. I'm, 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 let me finish the story so I can say what I gotta say because people are crazy. Amaya claims she started dating um, Shy in December but broke up with him on April the 28th because she says he has anger issues. She says Shy did not take the breakup well and things reached ahead on May the 13th when, she was, uh, when he was arrested for allegedly threatening her. And the documents of my claims that on May the 13th, she was driving around Los Angeles and noticed Shy was following her. Wow. She says he was, he, um, he, she says she was stopped at a red light when he got out of the car and approached her car, banging on her car with the handle of the blicky. Um, she says he drove away, but he followed her. Oh, she says she drove away, but he followed her and tried to run her off the road, hitting her car with his car and causing damage. Oh my Lord. Now I remember we talked about this already. I talked about, you know, him being arrested, you know, the police get on the ground, get on the ground. It made him get on the ground uh, along with um, somebody who out, who was with him. So it's crazy. Um, so shot was arrested on May the 13th on a felony charge of making criminal threats after his ex told police he pulled out the joint on her. Um, Amaya claims he's told, um, she's told Shaw to stop contacting her, but she says he keeps messaging her, threatening to take her out and post explicit pictures and videos of her without her consent um, and what she believes is an attempt to ruin her modeling career. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, Shaw's 
Kashad Glizzy's ex also claims that he texted her best friend. I'm going to get... I'm going to get you. And he said, oh, he told her he was going to get her ass beat. The judge granted the temporary restraining order. And now Shot Glizzy has to stay 100 yards away from Amaya. And he's barred from contacting her. The judge also prohibited Shy from posting or distributing any explicit photos or videos he may have of, Amaya, um, of Amaya. Um, you know, they reached out to, they've been trying to get up with him, but he, he's not con he's not reaching back out to them. He's not answering any questions right now or, you know, talking to the media right now. So here's the thing. Here is the thing, honey. Here's the thing. Here's the hit. It is not, I don't know what is wrong with you crazy people out here. I don't, it baffles me. At the end of the day, if the girl don't want to be with you no more, let her go. Let her go. Don't threaten to post intimate moments that y'all shared together. Don't chase her down and, and then, you know, try to intimidate her. You're a rapper, dude. You should be at this point. All right. She don't want to be with me. No, maybe she threw that thing on her. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. People do some crazy stuff when somebody throws some good stuff on them. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, people do some crazy, some crazy stuff once they get some good, good. So maybe that's what it is. Oh, maybe he really loved her, but they wasn't even together that long for him to be out here um, acting crazy. So I really don't get it. But apparently, um, apparently, apparently. He ain't playing with her because he chased her down, honey. So just let it go. I mean, it's a lesson we all got to learn. I had to learn that lesson myself. You know, sometimes you do love, well, in my situation different. One is I'm not getting ready to do all of that, trying to kill you, take you out, none of that. I don't care about none of that. I don't. We not going to be together. We not going to be together. And I'm going to keep it moving. That's how I operate. But some people take breakups really, really hard. And apparently, Shy Glizzy take them hard herself. So... Let's keep on moving because we got a little bit of time before we go straight on to Patreon. And I have to let my peoples on Facebook and YouTube go. Um, Actually, no, tonight I think I'm going to do the full show. And the reason being is because, well, whatever. But anyway, so let's talk about this. Martin and Will Smith are back in action, baby. Um, they are filming Bad Boys 4. Um, it's crazy, but Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are bringing some scarily realistic looking action to Atlanta, an Atlanta neighborhood where cameras were rolling for a violent scene for Bad Boys 4. Um, the footage, uh, I can't show it because I don't want to get in trouble, but it's available. You can go online and look. Um, so yeah, the footage recorded from a building next to the Atlanta parking lot where the cast and crew were working on a shootout sequence for the up, up and coming sequel. So as you can see, um, it, well, you can't see, but I can see, so I'm going to tell you, um, it's action packed with Will and Martin, AKA detectives Mike Larry and Marcus Miles Burnett, respectively, 
at the center of it all. Um, the movie's leading men are taking, um, walking through a lot, um, walking through the lot when they get ambushed with a hail of fire, you know. I can't even, I'll try not to say the word. They try to take cover while firing back at the bad guys. Um, while at least two their fellow cops get taken out in violence. Martin and Will appear to survive the action. Listen, I'm kind of excited about this a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I I'm thinking this is going to be the last one. I don't know. I'm I, I don't know how many more of these they can do. Um, especially when both of them are getting older. Um, but one is, you know, I'm happy that they back at it. You feel me? Um, bad boys. You know, just a good, good little joint. So we'll see what's going to happen later on. And, you know, I'll keep y'all posted. I don't know. I'm not one for going to the movies these days because it's not the same way it used to be back in the day. Like how it used to be fun going to the movies. And then the movies started costing the arm and the leg. And, um, yeah, nobody's doing that. You're not going to overcharge me for a tub of, a small tub of popcorn. I'm not doing it. So, yeah, but when it comes out on a streaming platform, because it will eventually come out on a streaming platform, then I think I will watch it then. Um, I'm going to watch it. I'm just not going to the movies. I'll rather wait for the streaming platform. Yeah, we're going to roll through this whole show tonight. I'm not even cutting nothing short just now. Well, the other people, they're going to get cut short a little bit. But the point is, I'm not, I'm going to do a full show tonight. So let's get into this one really quickly. So Warner's brother, CEO, David Zaslav. Um, oh, man, they gave him the blues. So listen, Warner Brothers discovered a head honcho, David um, Zaslav, had um, a really tough time getting his words out at Boston University's graduation ceremony um, because the crowd was heckling him with a barrage of boos Ooh, over the um, ongoing writer strike. I talk, we talked about this before, like the writers are striking. And I, I say, pay them their money. You want a good show? You want a hit show? Pay them their money. But anyway, um, so yeah. They was born him. Um, David was the commencement speaker Sunday at Boston University's class of 2023 graduation. But in the sea of caps and gowns, many grads gave him a piece of their minds as they tried to inspire, um, inspire, talking about how to deal with difficult people. You've been difficult, David. Um, anyway, um, the chant pay your writers was um, woo, deafening to the point that he couldn't, he had to pause, <laughs> he had to push a pause as the crowd roared in disapproval. Um, there were protests outside of the venue, and there's still ongoing protests outside of the venue um, that he you know, is responsible for. Some of the demonstrators even made their way to the event. Yeah. Um, I told y'all they had a, a, a plane flying in the air and it said, 
um, pay the writers, you assholes. So there's a lot going on right now. Like it's a whole lot. But at the end of the 